Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Panel to Screen, I'm Bo. That's not the show. No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, welcome to Flash TV Talk, this is Bo. And I'm Bell. Man, I'm telling you, this is, uh, we're, we're, uh, I wish we had a camera right now that we could kind of show this off because this is pretty messed up. Maybe we can take selfies. No, no, we're not going to take selfies. No, look, right now we're, uh, we are set up in Bell's, uh, room. My, yeah, my apartment room. Yeah, this is not the Potisteri studio that I normally broadcast out of and call Bell in. This is actually, uh, us attempting to do things mobily and afterwards we'll take some pictures just so you can see how awfully awfully terrible this is set up but right now we're gonna do our best with what we got so if y'all would just do me a favor on the chat room if y'all can hear me right now let me know yeah just just you know uh, leave us a little note so you can hear something give us a holler in the, ch- in the chat if you can hear everything looks right. like looks like they're hearing us okay okay perfect so here's what we're about to do we are going to uh take calls uh but what we're going to do is just kind of one after the other you know we've been so uh, just encouraged by you guys. I mean, thanks to y'all. We are now the we're the number one podcast on iTunes for the Flash CW series. That's huge. Super um, huge. You guys have been so great in supporting us and uh, really kind of getting hyped together. So we really wanted to turn the mic back over to you guys uh, as we look at the week prior to the Flash. And um, I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm excited to hear some of y'all's theories and, and just kind of what y'all are hyped about. Uh, I also want to let you know a couple things. One is, as always, Bell and I have yet to actually see the pilot. So with that in mind, no spoilers. And then also, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to just be about The Flash. Of course, we've got a new Gotham series. Uh, so really anything in kind of the, the DC TVU is kind of open for discussion tonight. I mean, you know, something Maybe tells Star me. Star Wars even? Maybe? No, no Star Wars no tonight. No Star Wars? No oh. Star Wars. We, we can use the Speed Force here. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So all that to say, um, Bell, entertain the people while I get the, uh, the phone calls up. And if y'all are ready, y'all can just go ahead and start calling in. Yeah, just start, uh, start dialing in. And uh, as you dial in, Bo will patch you through. And uh, we'll get to hear your beef. Uh, or not beef. Or, you know, whatever you got. <laughs> Tonight the show is yours. So, you know, take it in whatever direction you want. Just uh, let us know what it is you're excited about The Flash, why you're excited about it, and just, you know, let's, let's just talk about the show. Let's get hyped, man. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's next week. Look at you, man. You're, you're being all professional, making uh, filling some airtime while I'm doing the tech stuff. It's a nightmare to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. We got our first call. All right. On the air, Brent, welcome to Flash TV Talk and the, uh, the live yeah. call-in show. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Glad to finally get this worked out. Yeah. So am I right? This is your first time uh, showing up for the live show? It is. I, uh, I've got a young one at home. I'm not usually able to when you do them, but this timing worked out really well for me. Oh, that's great, man. Well, I'm, I'm uh, really excited to have you on the show. Tell us, man, what's on your mind? Oh, not too much. I wanted to tell you guys I really enjoyed the Arrow Talk TV Talk episode you guys did. I'm one of the people on Facebook who's brought that up a few times. Um <laughs> Really, what I think you guys should do is like once every few weeks or so, just take five or ten minutes and talk about Arrow since they are set in the same universe. Yeah, you know, there's something to that. Part of the deal is, of course, Bell has to get caught up and uh, and really kind of, uh, you know, know know his stuff a little bit more. <laughs> I've, I've taken, what, four four months now to educate him on Flash, so it, it's going to take a while. To <laughs> yeah, because basically what it would be, we talk about Arrow and be like, okay, who is that guy? Okay, that's cool. But who is that guy? And that chick, yeah, what's her relationship with this? Okay, uh, uh, well, how does this work? <laughs> but yeah, what I'm going to do, though, is I'm, I'm going to watch uh, uh, season two and then go back and watch season one. 
and uh, get caught up. And because there's going to be a lot of opportunities for crossovers oh, in the tons. show. Tons, yeah, man. Yeah, so that's oh, yeah. going to be an opportunity for us to talk about both shows. So as they do crossovers, as they do things like that, uh, I, I feel, yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably you know, mention Arrow and talk about Arrow, the crossover episodes and, and all that kind of good stuff. Good, good, excellent. So I take it you're a, you're an Arrow fan first, and then did you uh, did, are you actually a comic book guy? And, and you found out are you kind of into the characters um, from that route, or, or was it TV that kind of your entry level? My parents used comic books to get me to practice reading. Oh, that's so cool. I've been a comic book fan as long as I can remember. Buy them every single week. Um, uh, actually, I'm not a huge fan of the Green Arrow comics, but I love the show. And I'm going to get caught up on the most recent run in the New 52, the Jeff Lemire stuff, because I've heard good things. And I do currently read The Flash. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So. I've, uh, you know, Green Arrow, I would encourage you, too, to go back and read. Kevin Smith had a run yeah. uh, with Green Arrow, which is just fantastic. And I, I would really, you know, encourage it if you haven't picked that up. I want to say it's called City of Light uh, was one of them. And then the other one was Quiver, um, Quiver that's right, where yeah. it was actually the, the resurrection of Oliver Queen. Yep, I've definitely read the Kevin Smith run, and I liked the Connor Hawk stuff where it was Ollie's son who was Green Arrow while he was dead. Um, so, but I did read the Kevin Smith stuff and some of the Judd Winnick stuff as well. Great, great, good stuff. Well, what are you kind of hoping for as far as uh, looking at the Flash in the future here? Um, I am just, I, I'm really hoping that even though we know they're adding a lot of DC characters, that they don't add too many too fast. That's my mm. one concern. You know, that's, and, I, yeah, that's a really good thought. In fact, with all of the news, it seems like almost every single episode early on will be getting a lot of rogues, which on the one hand is really exciting, but you're right. That could kind of burn out too quickly, right? Yeah, you don't want to have too many bad guys too fast because, you know, you got to have something, right? You know, like the rogues, I think, like as an event, I think that's like a good like season two, season three kind of thing where you introduce these guys slowly, then all of a sudden, bam, they're together and you have like a really cool you know, season finale events or something like that. But yeah, you, know, you don't want to get oversaturated with villains too fast. Definitely. Now, I do like that they're casting a lot of Prison Break alumni to be in the Arrowverse. I've been a huge yeah. Prison Break fan, and there's now four of them who are going to be part of it between both shows. And that's great because, you know, the rogues break out of prison all the time. So, like, you <laughs> know, they... <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it works on so many levels. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. And I am looking forward to also seeing Robbie ML as Firestorm. I, I like Tomorrow People. I was a fan. I was disappointed when it got canceled. But then I got over it real quick when I found out he would be a cast member on Flash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and so hopefully we're going to see him and Stephen Amell do some scenes together at some point. But I, I don't know. I've... I'm not saying I've, if I've seen the pilot or not. I'm just going to say anything that I have seen, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, I love how, um, you know, now, of course, we, we've been told that there's like a three additional minutes from what was uh, what was leaked online. And I, I got to wonder how much of that was kind of put in after the leak. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really don't think, for, especially since such the early reviews have been so positive, I don't think the pilot leaking so early on is going to hurt their ratings at all. No, no. It, it, it's like the exact opposite yeah. of the X-Men Origins Wolverine fiasco that happened. <laughs> right. Where they released a really, really, really early version, and it looked even worse than the movie already was. Uh, but like Flash, it, it seemed like whatever they leaked was was great because everyone loved it. So that's you know awesome news. Yeah, well I'm I'm on board with it. I already bought the season pass on iTunes and stuff. I don't have cable, so that's how I watch all my TV. And I've already paid for the season, so I just can't wait for it to start. Excellent. Awesome stuff. Well, Brent, man, thanks for calling, and we're gonna try to get Chris back on the line. Great, thank you. Hello, Chris, man, how you doing? 
I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing good. Sorry about that first. Uh, we, of course, you know, we mentioned earlier that we're uh, kind of roughing it here on this end, but uh, glad to have you on the show, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been listening to you guys for a while, and maybe you know me. I'm the Flash 2014 on Twitter, and I think you read one of my comments once. Right, right yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. When the when the costume came out. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that was cool, and I've been listening to you guys and wanting to actually talk to you, voice to voice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So. No, but I'm I'm really excited for the show, man. Like uh, I've been following it ever since um, I heard about it because I love the Flash. So, are you would would your point of entry be kind of you know being a Flash fan before, or, or was it more Arrow, or do you watch Arrow, or kind of what is your point of entry? I I watched the first episode of Arrow when it first came on TV in 2012, but I I never caught up with it. I got lost in it quickly and forgot about it. But now I have the first and second season on DVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm working through the second season right now. Uh, I actually just got done with the Barry Allen's episodes. Yeah, man, the second season. Episodes. I'm I'm kind of right there with you too because I started off with Arrow. You know, I was we were all coming off of Smallville, and so we kind of had a, a certain tone when it comes to superhero television. That I think a lot of us were accustomed to, and Arrow was, of course, in the exact opposite direction. So much yeah. so that you actually had a, a quote unquote hero uh, basically murdering every single episode, and that really turned me off. Uh, but yeah. but they used that so well and told such a great story with the character that, uh, especially season two, man, it's just kicked into overdrive, and I'm I'm excited for season three and, and potential crossovers as well. Yeah, I mean, like I, I didn't watch season one at all, but then I tried to watch season two, two when it was on TV because I heard about Barry Allen coming on the show. Yeah, but I, again, I, I never got into it in time, and I just, I mean, I watched the finale on TV, and I, I watched the episode with Caitlin and Cisco. Yeah, yeah. When when they came on, so that yeah. was cool. The one we, that was probably a, a, an, an Arrow TV talk that we need to do at some point, but we didn't yeah. have the time, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and actually, also about The Flash 2, when I first heard about the casting of Grant Gustin, because I, I watched Glee, so, uh, I, don't care, I don't know if anyone uh, doesn't hear or thinks it's sucky. Now, I've, but, you know, I've never picked it up. I've been told I like it because I'm a big musical guy. Back in the day in high school, I was I was in the musical. He was scene. the Newsies kid. I, yeah. Dude, well, he I wish we could. Newsies every day. We couldn't <laughs> back then. You couldn't do Newsies because you know D, our, uh, Disney was very controlling of the brand and everything. Uh, we always wanted yeah. to do a Newsies, but for whatever reason, we couldn't. Yeah, and I so I heard about the casting, and I'm like, what? Sebastian from Glee? Are you serious? <laughs> like, like, look at him. He's too young. Are you kidding? Look at Stephen Amell and look at him. Right, uh, right. No. And then I watched more episodes of, with him on Glee, and I'm like, well, he can play bad. Let's see him play good. Let's see what he. Yeah, I can, I can, I can buy this guy. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he really does capture the character. And I, I admittedly, I don't have the experience with the actor through Glee. Um, I kind of wish I did going into it. But at the same time, I'm also kind of glad that I'm looking at it from a very fresh yeah. perspective. Yeah. And I don't kind of have the weight of, of any other roles that he's had. And, yeah. you know, one thing that happens with these actors is once they portray iconic characters like, you know, DC Comics heroes, it, it's going to stick with them. And so I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that because I really do think he's going to he's going to do something special for Barry Allen. Absolutely. Yeah, and also I want to let you guys know I have seen the leaked pilot. Uh -oh. I, no spoilers. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm just gonna say I caved when I heard it was coming, and I'm like, it was leaked. No way. So I watched it, and I'm gonna tell you guys it is awesome. Yeah. And 
the three minutes. I know. I think I know what that's about, but I'm not going to tell you. All right. Well, don't. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> We're looking for geeking out night of definitely. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, we got another caller coming through. So, uh, Chris, man, glad to talk to you. Yeah, you too, man. Hey, Kyle, man, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Absolutely, sir. Welcome to Flash TV awesome. Talk. How are you doing tonight? Doing all right. I'm finally get a chance to talk to you guys Skype to Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's the funny thing is whenever just kind of advertising a, a live call in show, I'm, I'm hoping like people realize that it's over Skype, right? They're not going to try to call us over the phone. <laughs> Why is yeah. my cell phone continually ringing? And I, how do the people have my cell phone number? Like, <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Well, Kyle, man, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I was, uh, I can't even hear it. Um, more or less thinking of what you guys whole thing on like Wow, why can't I think of his name? Thawne? Uh Eddie Thawne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thawne, Harrison Wells, and more along the lines of, say, bringing in Wally, because I know that's your guy. Well, at least Bo's favorite yeah. Flash. Yeah, yeah. The, I, the 90s Flash. Yeah, you know? we, we, like, you know, we've, we've said many times, I mean, we, we've championed the 90s era of comics and actually just geeked them in general, because uh, I, I don't like the idea of it getting brushed over. But at the same time, you know, the the new 52 and then also this new series allows for retellings of these characters uh, in a new new way. And so I'm, I'm excited about the prospect of Wally West coming on. And and I, I do want to make this clear. I, I don't want to discount like me personally. I'm not discounting Barry Allen. I'm not not coming to the show just waiting for Wally to show up. Um, and I know I've, I've gotten some flack on that in the past for being a little bit too pro Wally. Uh, but how could you not? Wally's a great yeah. character. <laughs> well, it, it's a logical progression, right? You know, Absolutely. You, you have your Barry. You're going to have your Wally eventually. And so it's one of those things that we know is going to happen. And so we're excited for it when it does happen. But that's that's not to say we're not excited to see Barry, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because that's – Wally's who I grew up with. I grew up with Wally because of the comics and because of Justice League. Same with – Green Lantern with Kyle Rayner right. yeah. and Jon Stewart. So it was, it's weird having Barry back, but I understand it because he is the first Silver Age Flash. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. technically not the first Flash. I actually, I'm kind of hoping too that uh, we get to see Jay. Man, I'm actually, oh, I'm kind of hoping yeah. that we get to see Bart. I would love for this show to actually have a moment where, could you imagine? The Flash family? Dude, all four <laughs> Flashes. You think about that scene in uh, in Smallville when they did Justice and you had, you know, you had kind of the, the makeshift Justice League at the time walking towards the camera. Imagine all four Flashes <laughs> walking before they super speed towards the camera. Or it's like, you oh. know, the, the, the TV spot that they had where Arrow shoots an arrow at Barry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all four of them are running trying to catch it. <laughs> They're fighting each other so you can get there faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that'd be, that'd be epic. Oh yeah. So you mentioned the Thon Harrison Wells. You know, I've, I've, uh, you know, since since we kind of first put out that theory, we've gone kind of back and forth. I mean, he could also be uh, somehow related to Hunter Zolomon. I still feel that he could be some sort of you know amalgamation of the two characters. That that he is a. I I do. I don't know. I part of me does still maintain the theory that time travel is going to be involved specifically with that Harrison Wells character. The hints are in the name potentially. Um, definitely, it's it's within the mythology of the Flash to have some sort of time traveling element, yeah. and especially if you consider just you know the murder of his mom and and what that's been in the comics. I, I think that all the groundwork is laid there, and I buy a little bit more perhaps a Harrison Wells being the big bad eventually uh, than I even, than I even do of what we've seen of Eddie Thawne. I think I, I do still maintain that that Eddie Thawne that we're going to see in 
uh, in the series is not ultimately going to be the reverse flash. I think that he is a, I think that he's like the great grandfather of, you know, Eobard and that's, I'm still maintaining oh, yeah. that theory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause you can't really have like a, a name like Eobard just show up in the present. Yeah. <laughs> be cool, Hello, though. my name is Eobard. Yeah. Really? Where are you from? <laughs> Could be a it could be a Marty McFly situation where an Eobard comes back and then Eddie's like Eobard, what a great name! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what about you, man? What crazy theories do you have? Um. Uh, well, yeah, the Harrison Wells does make sense because I I went back and I read Flash Rebirth and I saw that Hunter Zolomon and Eobard were both in the same prison with uh, Zolomon in a wheelchair, so mm. it does make sense. Interesting. I, I'm hoping they, it's just like, yeah, future self, where they are just gonna meet up or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I am interested in seeing what say what plastique, and um, oh, general, general Eiling. Yeah, yeah, general Eiling. What they're gonna do and if they're gonna bring over say, the Suicide Squad. Because of plastic. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think that there's definitely some groundwork there. And one thing that you know we we get we get pretty focused, and we we have in the past on on kind of our primary character and his various incarnations. I mean, that's what kind of the the pre-show has been up until this point. But you're right. If you think about the universe overall and what this explosion is going to do, and, and the fact that we have a very uh, Nolan-esque Green Arrow universe established that is about to be rocked with the presence of metahumans like Plastique. Uh, and that's going to cause characters like General Eiling to have to kind of figure out a way to deal with that. And yeah. so we're dealing with a really interesting playing field here, right? I mean, we've got, all, we've got a lot of action figures that we're getting out of the box and uh, they're being put into the game at a really interesting time. So, I mean, honestly... I, I, don't get me wrong, because I, I love Arrow, but The Flash is going to be the series to watch for the universe overall because everything's changing right here. Yeah, yeah. Big time. It's really interesting, though, because, you know, you, you have all these other metahumans who come in. Now, so far, what we've seen is that they're all going to be bad guys, right? You know, the, the ones we see in the news and stuff right. like that. But, and that's the interesting thing, is that there's so many metahumans, there's only one Barry. You know, like, that, that's kind of an interesting conundrum. Right, right. How are they going to handle this? Are, are they going to bring in other, you know, metahumans to, to work for the side of good? Are sure. they going to introduce new characters? Are they going to bring other existing characters into the franchise? I mean, like, what do you think they're going to do? Well, we've got, of course, we've got the, the groundwork for Vibe. Right. And we've also got uh, the, you know, the, the information that we will have Firestorm uh, as well. Now, I don't know. Do we, do we know yet that, Kyle, you might, you might remember this or not, but do we know yet if Firestorm's origin is going to be tied to the Particle Accelerator? I think they said that it is going to be tied to the particle accelerator. I just don't know if it's they're going to bring in that or uh, right. the professor or uh, Ronald. No, he's playing Ronald. Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they haven't brought in the other half of Firestorm, right? They haven't announced well, the casting? No, no, they haven't. They, I don't know if they've, they announced, the cast, they've announced the character. Right, but they haven't cast the second part yet, right? I can't I, recall. I, I, I want to say that <laughs> they've only cast one half. I may be incorrect. Yeah. Chat room? <laughs> yeah when, when in doubt the chat is always there yeah uh brett says that professor stein is gonna be on it yeah i know for a fact that we've got the character announced i just can't recall the if the casting has 
Uh, but one way or the other, man, they, like I said, they've got a really interesting playing field. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, tomorrow we're going to Comic-Con and, and I, I, or, well, we're specifically going to Wizard World Comic Con in Austin, and uh, you know I like to describe it to my wife. I said, you know, it's it's kind of like a you know it's kind of like a big stockholder investment type of deal because you're all you know you've got all of this. Uh, really kind of this emotion and this time that you've kind of invested in different characters. And this is kind of your time to, to learn, you know, what the future is and, and where, yeah. where they're going with that kind of thing. So um, it's been fun along the way to pick up these, these little tidbits of information. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just excited for next week, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Kyle, man, yeah. any other, any, any other thoughts? Um, no other thoughts. Um, I, but I am going to be seeing uh, Chad Rourke at uh Fantasticon in Milwaukee on October 25th. Awesome. So I'm hoping to get a picture with him and I'll tweet it out to you guys. Yeah, nice. please do. We'll be sure to retweet that. And you know what? Uh, a couple, well, I think it was yesterday, they posted that uh, comic book page image of yeah. the fight between uh, Chad and Gustin. I mean, uh, well, uh, Flash and, uh, and, and <laughs> Wither Wizard. And it looks awesome. So we're actually, we're going to print off a few of those and, uh, and, yeah. and see about getting those signed, one of which may be a prize in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me on, and I will keep on listening. All right, thanks thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good night. Dude, I'm excited. So, you know, we mentioned Austin. Uh, we, we are both in Austin here in uh, in your bachelor pad. I tweeted out a picture of that earlier. I don't know if yeah. people saw that or not, but I walk in and you have to understand I've been married for seven years. I've got a kid now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very domestic at this point. I got a garden and a dog. And I walk into this like, like, bachelor pad with these two giant you know high def screens with like every single gaming system you could imagine and a freaking arcade unit or whatever what do you call it multicade it's a multicade specifically all right so it's got like you know it's got pac-man and all the old school games in it well multicade was a was a arcade machine back in the day that had a bunch of games on it that they kind of collaborated together this one uh my roommate bought uh and and he used to live in mississippi we grew up together and stuff recently moved out here the thing's like 300 pounds it's freaking ridiculous but it's awesome and so basically, yeah, the, the the wall in our living room is the arcade, my TV, my roommate's TV, and it's it's really nice because like it's college football season. So if we're sitting there and there's a game on, and ah, I want to play some Destiny, well, you know, Peter can bring it up on his TV. I'll play some Destiny, <laughs> or vice versa, you know, stuff like that. So it's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Well, I tell you what, man. While we're waiting on the next call, let me uh, let me ask you something. Yes. So you haven't actually seen the Gotham uh, the Gotham series yet? I've seen the pilot, not the second episode. Have you gotten a chance to catch up any on Arrow? Uh, no, I have not. What did you decide to do? Are you going to pick up where we left off and go from there? Or? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm just going to watch those last couple episodes and then just rewatch the whole series when I get an opportunity to. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, from what I understand, that season finale is absolutely amazing. And so I don't really want to wait to watch everything because <laughs> I kind of have an idea of what's going on. All right. On the line right now, you know him as Hunter Montoya, one half of the dynamic duo that makes up the Gotham podcast. His name is Hunter Camp, and Hunter Camp, you need to uh, kill the uh, the mixer volume. Yeah, I did, I did. All right, well, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Hey, guys. My dog's <laughs> going insane. <laughs> yep. We appreciate you calling in. How are you doing tonight? Good, good. How are you guys? We're, we're making it, man. I'm telling you, Austin's a beautiful town. Happy to be here and uh, just uh, just having fun geeking out about the Flash. Do you smell bacon, by the way? Do I smell bacon? I I smell bacon. I think your roommate's cooking bacon. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stay on target. Yeah, sorry. I, bacon's very <laughs> distracting. <laughs> it is. Well, Hunter, man, we know you're the bat guy, but uh, you have told me many times that you also have some Flash knowledge and want to come on the show at some point. Is that right? Yes, of course. Of course. I think everybody should have some Flash knowledge. 
Yeah, this is true. I mean, a lot of people discount the, this fact, but uh, Flash fans know Barry is very much the detective. So much so that, uh, I mean, Batman has gone on record as being very respectful of his detective skills. Yeah, absolutely. What, um, you know, what, what would you say is kind of your primary uh, Flash run? Man. We don't well, throw softballs. Uh, well, the Mark Wade stuff is the classic stuff. Like that's that's the one you look to. Um, I'll, honestly, like I've read a lot of the early Silver Age stuff, like where they introduced like the Flash of Three Worlds and stuff like that. Yeah, or Flash of Two Worlds. Sorry, Three Worlds. That's something else completely. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's the stuff that I love. I think that I know the New Fifty Two stuff better. Just because I read all of that straight when it was coming out, yeah. As opposed to going back and reading old stuff or whatever, so that's kind of where the the basis of my knowledge comes from, right. I guess. But um, that I think is really, I think that stuff starting with Rebirth, like from Final Crisis up to Rebirth, is going to be the stuff that they're really going to pull from for yeah. their shit. Well, I mean, you were also you were a big Flashpoint guy, right? Well, to a degree. I mean, like. I liked a lot of the side stories of Flashpoint more than anything else, but what it did sure. and sort of like how they ended it and how it started was all really, really just, in my opinion, rather goofy and just unnecessary. No, no. Um, uh, one, I do. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. You go, bud. <laughs> I, was just, I just wanted to say, you know, one thing I want to really point out for our listeners is uh, Hunter is like the the mental encyclopedia for comics. I mean, he's got like hardcore comic book geek and uh, and really kind of you know I defer to him all the time as far as the the uh, knowledge factor when it comes to the comic books. Yeah. And so you know right. you the the cataclysmic event that was the New Fifty Two I know hit you right. pretty hard at the time. Yeah, uh, that killed that killed the first incarnation of the Gotham podcast. Yeah. 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 It's that bad. Yes. <laughs> it was so cataclysmic it killed the Gotham podcast. Well, wow. the, the reason and like some backstory and this is kind of what. I, I'm actually doing a, a video thing um, called Gotham Confidential as like a side podcast, but a video podcast. Um, what I mentioned in this one that I just put up or I'm putting up right now um, was that we were like the, the whole deal for Gotham podcast before was simply read all the Batman comic books and talk about all of them. Ah. So like, and, and at that time there must've been like 15 <laughs> Or 15 or 20 Batman books. Yeah, y'all were insane, dude. Yeah, we were insane. Um, But so, like, when when the New 52 started, it was like, you know, uh, it was, was, there was, like, two or three good Batman books out of, like, the 20 that they introduced. And so I was like, well, I don't really want to do this anymore. So (laughs) we didn't do it anymore. That's what killed it, was the quality of, like, all the ancillary Batman books. So in the interim between then and now... Would well, you say that your podcast was battling Darkseid through time? <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you something. <laughs> if, if, just if, there's a situation where Darkseid is involved in my life, I'm probably going to like succumb to the anti-life equation. <laughs> so, I mean, I couldn't say that we'd be battling him. Working with, on the other hand. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, we got to end up on the winning side there. Yeah. <laughs> So, but all right. So the new fifty two, though, despite kind of the what what was the outcome and, and your feelings there, um, yes. some would argue that I mean, like, well, not even. I, I think that one of the most universally loved aspects of that series was the character of Thomas Wayne. Um, what well, are that, some that some of your thoughts classic. there? Yeah, yeah. But that was you know that was Azarello, man. 
that was that creative team that made that 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 made that Batman Flashpoint so good. Yeah, you know. But if we're talking about New Fifty Two, one of the best things that came out of the New Fifty Two was the Flash series. Like that Bucciolato right um, Manipal series was was just amazing. Yeah, a lot of outcry today on Twitter for us to get Francis Manipal on the show. Could oh, I mean, be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you should have tried awesome. that person like out the gates, man. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> but he's not on Flash anymore, so. Yeah, but he's still. I mean, definitely one of the most beloved. And I know it's it's just kind of talking modern, but still, he is still one of the most beloved uh, uh, Flash creative minds. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally, totally agree. Uh, so I did want to ask you, man. Now that now that the uh, the Gotham podcast is back, of course everybody's yes. excited, and, and you know some great well, it should be <laughs> some, <laughs> some great after the show commentary. Uh, but you, like I said, being the big comic book guy, y'all are not going to shy away from the comics on that show either. No, absolutely not. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do for that show, uh, and I don't know if any of the other thousand and twenty seven uh, Gotham podcast or variation of that name on uh, the podcast realm. Are, are doing it the way that we are but like we are gonna be every episode saying you should you should read this comic book oh, you know okay. like if you like this episode or whatever like we both of us have that sort of um comic book knowledge that we could say read this you know yeah if you like this also check out xyz yeah yeah and so the first episode we said gotham central second episode the brubaker catwoman run yeah absolutely you know that's one thing I know I, I really appreciate is uh, the the recommendations that you guys send, and yeah. uh, all you know, <laughs> I think uh, when uh, when we first kind of met back up, Hunter, of course, uh, a friend of ours from from high school back in the day. But when Hunter moved back to Jackson, I think one of the first things you asked me uh, when uh, when we were talking about my my daughter was, "Have you taken her to a comic book shop yet?" Yeah, <laughs> I said, "Well, yeah, Hunter, and, and actually, Comics <laughs> Commander." Out in uh, Ridgeland is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're absolutely. really cool. I mean, they have a, like a little like mutt that's like a pug and something else mixed, but uh, <laughs> like it's running around the whole place. But I mean, yeah, it's a really cool place. Like yeah. they're really nice. I don't. It's clean, pretty much. Yeah, I'm. I'm more concerned about what my daughter would do to the store. Everything's up high. So oh, there you go. You it's child-proofed like, already. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's dog proofed already, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be dog proofed if there's a dog running around. around. So, so, you know. Well, man, uh, so are you excited for the new series? Absolutely. Um, I watched Air, Air, the first season of Arrow on Netflix, spring, maybe. Yeah, that so, sounds about right when you start it. Because yeah. that's the thing. You are. Well, yeah, I tried to start it when it aired, and like the first couple episodes I was just not into. And then. Uh, it started to pick up when it like it hit Netflix, and I was like, "Ooh, let me watch this." Yeah, uh, and then so I watched all of it, and now I've been waiting forever for the for the new season to show up there because like it, it was already six months in <laughs> or something like that with season two. So right, um, Hulu didn't have them all, and on demand didn't have them all. So I was like, "Well, gotta wait." And so I'm still waiting for Arrow season two for like next week. So, so what do you think uh, about? You know, now that you are a little bit more familiar with the universe, what do you think about kind of the the arrow world taking the impact of metahumans, given what you know we've experienced thus far? How do you how do you feel like it's going to adjust to that? Well, I mean, I I always fear it's going to end up with something like um, Birds of Prey. Like that's always that's you know, always you like, talk about the short lived television series Birds yes, of Prey. Yes, yes, I'm I'm always fearing that. Even though I do have, there's a special place in my heart for Birds of Prey. Um, Birds of Prey was sort of like the Gotham City answer to what was going on in Metro- Metropolis with Smallville. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
obviously Arrow's a lot less campy. Right. And a lot of people would say that Smallville's not campy, but I'm going to completely disagree with them. <laughs> so, um, that answer sort of to what Arrow's doing, I, I think it's going to be better. I think it's not – I'm not going to say better. I think it's going to be different, yeah, different in a way that it's not really going to bleed like that. Right. I also find it really interesting that they're premiering Flash before Arrow, um, just timeline-wise. So that that's something to keep in mind. Um, but as far as it having an effect – you're probably going to see like the more superpowered characters for DC show up in era in a flash. Whereas I think Arrow will stick to that sort of, you know, Batman esque version of green arrow. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time it, it does, you can't have like, you know, you can't have all these like just superpowered beings that are going to remain in a bubble. They are going to spread out. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. The problem is that, and this is a real, real problem. Um, and this goes to like ownership rights, licensing fees, et cetera. Right. Yeah. And very, very, very sort of non anything that anybody wants to talk about. But, you know, you've got, you're spreading across so many different networks that unless they have some like crazy deal that none of us know about, like there's going to be characters that are you know segmented off for other things like one of the things in, in uh gotham is one of the characters from the, the comic book gotham central was jim corrigan and there was the whole like specter d- debate with him and everything um but that character is going to be on constantine even though they're going to call it constantine <laughs> and then you've got gotham you know so, so gotham's on fox they take one of the characters that was in gotham city as a poli- as a detective right putting him on on that you know there's the movies that they're probably not going to bleed over too much. Um, there's, you know, Supergirl coming to CBS. Sure. Yeah. Then you've got the CW shows. And so it's so mixed up that it's teen Titans on TNT too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, there were rumors of, you know, like justice league dark stuff with, uh, yeah, it would be cool. But like the thing is like, you're showing up, you're having all these characters on so many different networks there's very, very little chance from a network position that they would ever let that go. You know, CBS has has done a bunch of stuff with Warner or like before, and like a lot of that stuff. Like even if you watch The Big Bang Theory, every comic book that they have in the background at the comic book store is like going to be a DC title. Like all those, like the the comics that are on their tables and stuff are all DC titles, right? Because they they have like a working relationship. Obviously, the CW does too, because that was at one point the WB, right? You know, yeah. yeah. So. All of that's like those two places have a better likelihood of mixing over and crossing over. Whereas when you're dealing with NBC and Constantine and then uh, Gotham with Fox, you know, like it's it's not very likely that we're going to see everything in one place. It's going to be – it's like, yeah, I think that that could have helped – that could have given them such a strong advantage. Like whereas, you know – Marvel had the the movie universe and DC could have taken over the television universe totally, you know, but, and, and that, see, one of the things that I actually had was thinking about this, they have all the other networks except for ABC because ABC is owned by Disney. So, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's that. So that's what, like, maybe there's a way that they could work it all together, but like, I, I fear that they won't. So when you're dealing with, with Superman characters 
that would probably show up in Supergirl. Right. We're dealing with Batman characters that are going to show up in Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. And you have, you know, the Vertigo characters and, like, Death and... Like they're probably going to pull from a lot of those vertigo, that vertigo stuff, and probably some of the Sandman stuff too. Um, and you could even see like Swamp Thing or something uh, show up there. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I would like to see Alec Holland there. But you know, like you have all, you have that DC universe. That one of the greatest things about the DC universe is how well populated it is. But you're not going to be able to have them all. In one place, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we we as fans definitely have to embrace the multiverse because that's certainly what we've got. But you're right yeah. from a right standpoint; it's it's going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge. Well, let me look which at Marvel's cool. movie like, franchises. Is, as a fan, that's perfectly awesome. Yeah. But when you're talking about who's going to show up on Arrow, or how the metahuman stuff is going to show up or affect Arrow or Flash, you start to think, well. Is it going to be another Smallville situation where it's just going to be like random people? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think as far as the rule book goes, we're definitely uh, in a different place than we were a couple decades ago. And one way or the other, man, I'm excited for it. So everybody needs to check out Hunter Camp, man. We thank you for calling in. I don't want to go. (laughs) We got Collis coming in right after you. So we're going to go ahead and get him on the line. Y'all check out GothamPodcast.net. Tune in every single week for your uh, if you're after the show for the Gotham series. Those guys are hilarious. And like I said, I'm going to be on the next episode, so it'll be a lot of fun. Thanks, Hunter. What? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, buddy. You know, one thing I was thinking about, because I've been watching, uh, last night I kind of binge-watched the episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that were out. Yeah. And I got to tell you, man, I need to save this a little bit. We'll we'll get more in-depth with panel to screen next week. But um, I realized, as I was thinking about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, there's something about this that just still is not capturing me. I love the whole Hydra thing, but there's just something about this that just seems so small. And one thing that I think made, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has made me appreciate about DC is even though the rights are all kind of tied up all over the place, those shows aren't having to tiptoe around each other yeah. um, And in terms of what they want to do within their universe. They do it with characters, but, but as far as what they want to do, you know, I think um, uh, Stephen Mill actually said several weeks back about how, you know, they, they don't look at the universe as kind of this TV DC universe. They look at it as their DC universe. I mean, yeah. they, they want it to be this big thing. And so from that angle, you know, rights notwithstanding, the sky's the limit in terms of storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you got to, uh, with Marvel especially, they have this problem where, you know, they're they're having to tiptoe around the movies. And yeah. so it's going to take a lot of creativeness on the part of the writers of both the Marvel Universe overall and the TV shows to kind of make that work in a congruent universe. Absolutely. We got Collis on the line. How you doing, brother? Uh, not too bad, guys. Yourselves? Absolutely great. It's good doing to hear well. your voice again, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. And uh, the funny thing is, you mentioned that I might be at work. This is actually, that's why I've been missing you guys so much live, is I haven't been working late so much on those Thursdays. Uh, <laughs> well, no, man, we're glad to have you one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've been making sure I've been downloading them on the Saturday for sure. Good nice. Deal. Good deal. Yeah, we, you know, one thing we'd like to do is, is as we, you know, after the show comes out, we'd, we'd love to bump that up. One of the things that we've had the most trouble with is just working around each other's schedules. And so it, it may be kind of still a regular Saturday release. The first couple of episodes, we are going to try to record early, if at all possible. Yeah. Uh, but after that, I think we'll probably end up going back to our Saturday release. So appreciate your support there, man. So we're, we're a week away. What, what's on your mind, brother? Well, first of all, what are you guys drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> water. Yeah. I, oh, you guys. I, wait, I you, don't you have. I didn't want to risk it. No. <laughs> look, man. When you see the like, like duct tape and string setup that we have right now, you know we did not want to mess things up with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, we we figured we're about to go, and uh, uh, after we get done recording, we're gonna pick up a bottle of bourbon and uh, some dinner, and uh, and we we figured either we would drink our sorrows away because everything blew up on us, or we would toast to success. And so far, it's been pretty successful. Yeah, so so far. <laughs> what about yourself, sir? What, what are you? Uh, what are you throwing back? Oh, I'm throwing back a little bit of Guinness tonight, actually. Mm. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good stuff. But uh, no, I, uh, reason I, I really didn't, I didn't have much to say other than um, I was wondering since you guys, because I had one thing spoiled for me from the pilot. Obviously, oh, I'm not going to say what it is, but I was wondering if you guys had a similar experience. Yeah. So I don't know about you, Bell. Without actually saying anything. Uh, Yes, there's a significant thing that got spoiled for me on Twitter because somebody put an image of it up. And when I didn't realize what I was looking at at the time, <laughs> and then when it kind of calculated, I was like, oh, I immediately shut it down. And it's, uh, it's been burning in the back of my head. And I, you know, I, without, I, of course, I have no context for it. But yeah. I did have one thing, which I think is probably a pretty major thing, spoiled for me. What about I'm you? I'm super excited because I'm a pilot virgin. I have I, I I basically went dark on Twitter for a while nice. because I knew that was going to happen. Like yeah. if I'm sitting there at work and I'm or you know wherever I'm scrolling through Twitter, I know I'm going to scroll through something. I'm going to see something, and I just didn't want that to happen. So I kind of went dark on Twitter and uh, been you know really monitoring my. Uh, like rumor sites that I go to, anything about Flash, I just scroll right through. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see anything. So I, I have yet to have anything spoiled. I know nothing of the pilot, and I'm super excited, and I'm super glad that Chad didn't spoil anything for me. When I, know. I was talking to him in Houston a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. We're gonna we're gonna go to his panel tomorrow, and I've I know how he does his panels. He starts things off with like, you you guys have all seen the pilot. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's hilarious. No, I'm actually, Bo, I think I had the uh, same thing spoiled. Like, I, I did the same thing you did, Bell, in terms of, like, anything Flash-related. I haven't looked at, like, any pictures, yeah. just, like, any news. Just, yeah, gone completely dark. But I think, I, I don't know, I typed in something into, like, a Google image search just completely oh, unrelated to the un, completely unrelated to the pilot. And then, yeah, uh, an image from the pilot kind of popped up, like, randomly and, but, oh, well, yeah, I didn't have the context around it, but actually, in all fairness, it did get me a little bit more pumped, if that was yeah, possible I, for I, the show. Yeah, yeah. See, and this is killing me, because you guys are, like, saying this stuff, and Dude, I want to know what it is away. now. We're days away. Because I just, I, I hate, like, not knowing <laughs> stuff when other people know stuff. Like, I, I need to know information, and ah, it's just making me itch. Like, I'm physically itching right now. <laughs> this is true. I'm watching you do it. It's disturbing. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. It's uh, it, it'll be fun. We're a couple of days away, and uh, it, it's gonna be awesome when we can actually talk about it. Because oh yeah, I I I don't I don't even want to get into it. Honestly, I don't want to even get. I will tell you this: there's definitely got to be a market out there. You know how they, there's software you can get for kind of parental controls and that sort of yeah. thing. There should be somebody out there that like blocks spoilers from the internet. Like, but that's impossible, dude. The but, internet, like, you know, the whole internet would shut down. Yeah, I know. Seriously, <laughs> the, internet, that's no internet. the internet is it's a giant spoiler. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No. Well, good stuff, man. Well, Callis, let me ask you. Um, with uh, with kind of the the series, we you know we've gotten a lot more news in the last coming days, and uh, of course we're hearing all kinds of things coming out of DC and, and kind of DC owning the the television airways. Um, what are you most excited about in the Flash and otherwise? Uh, well, Flash. Definitely. I'm just excited for the show. Um, I mean, with everything they're doing, and especially because 
I mean, I was a huge Smallville fan. I watched it from the beginning to the end. And, I mean, that's why I started watching Arrow. I was not a Green Arrow fan uh, whatsoever. I did like his character in Justice League Unlimited, but that was, like, the, lim- like, that was the limited um, experience I had with the character. But because, you know, I'd watched Smallville and enjoyed it, and, yeah, Arrow learned from Smallville's mistakes, and it's just been unreal. So I'm excited to see kind of flat, the Flash show just because, actually, Jeff Johns did say it's going to be a lot brighter. Yeah. And I'm hoping that will kind of – it'll be, I think, I mean, kind of similar to maybe some of the Marvel-ish stuff with that a lot more humor and that lightness. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, ho- and I'm hoping that it'll be equally successful just because of that. Yeah. And I think that's 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 pretty key. I mean, one of the biggest differentiators thus far is is the fact that it is a little bit more, you know, I don't want to lighthearted, but I don't mean lighthearted in kind of a, a childish way. I mean lighthearted in a, yeah. you know, in a in a hopeful well, way, in a brightful way. And yeah. well, yeah, like like the Flash, they've referred to him as kind of the heart of the Justice League. Yeah. Whether it has been Wally or Barry, he's kind of always had that stigma. So yeah, that kind of being on the show, I'm just. I'm curious because the thing with Smallville is because of Superman's powers or Clark's powers, they always had to have kind of that that difficulty finding, you know, bad guys for him to fight. Right. Whereas Arrow never had to, I mean, they don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah. Like they can put him in different kind of situations, whereas, you know, Flash. So that'll be interesting just to see if they can, you know, sustain that. Well, as well as the effects too, because obviously... Could be a little bit more pricey than uh, Arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little little bit harder to make a CGI hurricane than it is to make a CGI arrow, I would imagine. Yeah, um, you know, you mentioned the end of the bad guys and having to kind of create Clark's bad guys. One thing, you know, we, we this is really a pretty awesome time to be a Flash fan because you know we don't have a Flash movie yet. I mean, we've you know there's been rumblings and I think uh, yeah, I think there's even an official announcement about that coming out in the future. Uh, but at this point in time, this is the sole place where you're getting that Flash content is through this series. You know, with Batman, there was like, you know, at, at one point there was like, what, three animated series running in. There was a movie going at the same time. And, you know, it, it can be kind of convoluted that way. Uh, and, and, you know, it can you get all these different interpretations here. I think probably one of the reasons why we're getting so many of the rogues early on is because they really want to tell their story without kind of those external influences from other media. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. I mean, it, there, there's some risks in doing that for sure, but um, one way or the other, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's a great time to be a flash fan. Yeah. Well, I'm equally as happy that they're doing that because if I, th- like, I think of any of the movies have shown us the bad guys are really what have made a lot of the movies, whether it be Marvel or DC and the thing, not a lot of people are going to know about the rogues, but I think yeah. they have that relatable quality. If they do them similar to the way most of them done in that quality, like that blue collar, they're doing what they're doing simply to make a living kind of thing. And I think that might make them a lot more relatable than some of these other bad guys. Absolutely. When you have bad guys with this, you know, this quintessential pure evil bad guy, it's really hard to identify with that, you know? But these guys, they're they're dudes, you know? They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not like this, They're like, bros, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not like this, you know... Uh, uh, you know, wringing of hands and like, you know, twiddling mustache or what's it called when you I don't know the trickster's kind of a twiddler must twiddling mustache kind of guy. Yeah. But like you know, these like snidely whiplash kind of like, you know, pure evil, like ah, tie a person to a train track kind of thing. Yeah. These are more relatable characters because they're not that like, uh, 
comic book pure evil, you know? <laughs> Which is interesting because they're comic book characters. They're very comic booky, but you're you're right. They're not they, there is kind of this code of uh code of honor among thieves and yeah. um it's it'll be interesting because you know we don't we don't necessarily know the route they're gonna go with the rogues. And uh, you know, we could end up seeing uh for example a Captain Cold that's you know, much more severe than anything we've seen, or we could see a Captain Cold that's much more heroic than yeah. anything we've seen. We really don't know. Now, it, it could be an interesting contrast that they do something like, uh, since, since you know, Barry's so bright and hopeful in this show, it has a lot lighter of an atmosphere when Barry's around. Maybe the villains will offset that. Could be. Depends on the villains for sure. Truly, yeah. What do you, what do you say, Collis, man? Which, uh, which of the rogues are you most excited to see? Um, I'd... Well, I'm excited to see um, Captain Cold for sure, just because I liked uh, that actor went with Miller from Prison Break. Right. But then, uh, then Dominic Purcell as Heat Wave, because well, one I liked him from Prison Break, but also he was in that the third Blade movie, and despite like that movie's problems, I liked him in that. Um, but I just I don't know what because it depends on kind of what aspect of the characters they're doing. Because the old Heat Wave, he was a, he. Like the new Heat Wave is a lot more in the new Fifty Two. He's a lot more tragic because of what his powers have done to him. Mm. Whereas the old Heat Wave, you know, he kind of had the suit, so he wasn't, you know, he, he could he could be more of a ladies' man, and the the new one isn't. So it's really I'm just I'm really excited to see kind of what iterations of the characters they're going to do, yeah. or if they're going to do kind of the, that amalgamation of it. Just to um, yeah, because either way, it's going to hopefully it's going to be good. It's just really what they're going to do. Yeah, and it's it's been you know it's been surprisingly uh, kind of awesome and, and creatively freeing the way that, for example, Arrow has handled some of their characters, both heroes and villains, and kind of telling them in new ways that really are nothing like you know their comic book counterparts. I mean, to yeah. some extent they are in spirit, but as far as just kind of origins and even power sets, they're very very different. And so uh, and so yeah, so I think the the groundwork is there, and you know we can trust this creative team for sure. Well, Man. And also, oh, also just knowing how much Jeff Johns loves Barry and loves the Rogues. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like I said, just got me uh, really excited and just you know that that week, you know, less than a week now. So <laughs> it's gonna be a blast, Collis. Man, thanks for calling in, brother. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Take it easy, guys. Absolutely. I got to say, man, I'm uh, I'm really encouraged. I really want to say, first off, thank you all so much for sticking with us as we were working through those technical difficulties this evening. It, as we've mentioned several times, um, Bell's uh, apartment, while the ultimate bachelor pad, is not a recording studio. It is not conducive <laughs> to recording. <laughs> um, and it's really, really funny. I actually got to hunter some props because... He taught me the value of not having all of the tech like as close together as humanly possible because it all, you know, you get all this electrical feedback. Yeah. And so as we started off, since you've got like 30 different gizmos all here plugged up to the same area, uh, we started getting crazy <laughs> feedback. And so then we had like our audio box balancing on a chair and all kinds of ridiculousness and anyway, that y'all don't need to know all that. We're yeah. the other. We're just <laughs> we're appreciative that you guys stuck with us as we're going through. Um, Bell, this is it. We, we've had a time this last couple of months getting hyped up together, um, you know, talking about this show, talking about these characters. Uh, you know, ultimately, I really kind of brought you into this as a, as a novice yeah. uh, and as somebody who did not really have a lot of uh, appreciation for the character. Not, not that you did not appreciate it, but you just didn't have any appreciation for it because they yeah. were kind of coming in unknown. Um, as that fan who will be coming in pretty fresh still, mm-hmm. how do you feel about next week? 
Uh, I'm super excited. I can't wait, honestly. I, I, I've been, you know, the more and more we look at the Flash and other media and all these other things we've been doing, looking at him in Arrow and all this kind of stuff, it's only fueled my fandom more. And it just makes me want to see this 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 incarnation of Barry and to see what the CW is going to do with the show. I'm I'm just from what I've seen so far, I'm I'm super excited. I have my faith in the the writing staff of this show, and I can't wait. Oh, awesome. Well, last but not least, man, one thing that we talked about a while back is we wanted to recommend some uh, some items or, or, or perhaps a, uh, a you know uh, food and drink that you can kind of enjoy as you're watching. I've been kind of working on perfecting this on the sidelines. Every once in a while, I'll put a Facebook or a tweet out about it, but I've been working on trying to create a flash cocktail. And so I think I'm pretty good on this. So what I'm thinking is you get some bullet bourbon. Think of okay. two parts bullet bourbon. Uh, you get some uh, bitters. Yeah. So uh, two parts bullet bourbon, bitters, uh, about a tablespoon of cherry juice, and you take a lime twist. I'm sorry, a lemon twist, and you put that in. Uh. Now, I would do that on the rocks. Me, personally, I'd probably stir it up, put it on the rocks. Uh, and that, I think, is probably the Flash cocktail right there. Well, you could also have uh, the Kid Flash cocktail, which would be a tequila sunrise. Oh, I thought you were going to make it like a virgin you know, apple, apple juice or something like that. Cause well, yeah, you could do that, kids. too. I would say like, you know, the, 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 the classic tequila sunrise with the grenadine at the bottom that kind of like fades up into the orange juice. Ah. It's very, very like, you know, red at the bottom. Orange at the top, yellow, kind of, because orange juice is kind of more yellow than it is orange. Totally Kid Flash. I tell you what, what we'll do is I'll make the uh, the Flash cocktail, you make the Kid Flash cocktail. We'll take pictures and post them that day. Of course, if you're following us on Twitter, we'll definitely be doing some live tweeting. And what we want to encourage you guys to do, too, is during the show, live tweet it and use the hashtag Flash TV Talk. Because when you're talking about Flash TV... You're going to want to hashtag that Flash TV talk, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So you'll be able to see uh, our live tweets as we're doing that, and we'll be looking at yours and retweeting anybody who's using that hashtag of Flash TV talk. Bell, man, um, I don't don't know what to say other than it's been a lot of fun. It's been a long, crazy journey, and I'm glad we're here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's been nuts, and it's just going to get better. If you're not following us already, you can follow us at Flash TV Talk. And if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And of course, we're on iTunes as well. We'd love to get some reviews from you. Uh, like I said, we've been so honored to be the uh, you know the, the top-rated number one uh, Flash fan podcast that's out there, and that's... that. That's, that's really, because of you guys. I was about to say, that's really because of you guys. And one of the reasons why we wanted to turn over the mics to you in this last episode prior to the series going live. So thank you for that. And, uh, and yeah. also check out our sister show, Panel to Screen, where this week we talk about, uh, we actually do a uh, rose-colored retrospective of the spirit. Yeah, it's going to be, it's a good one. Big ups to our boy Mike H. Schmidt and also Wu Kim for being a part of our Flash family, helping us do what we do here. Of course, uh, you can find out about more of Mike H. Schmidt's music at soundcloud.com slash Mike H. Schmidt. And uh, for me, for Bell, from all of us here, don't worry, we'll be back in a flash. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> A member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.